tell me where do I go from here? I don't know. Cause your repetition's out of control. Who gives a fuck about your payroll? All these goals are skewed and I'm confused. Mine's been cloudy, need some rain. Clear my thoughts and cleanse my brain. Too gassed up, yeah, no propane. I wait for better days, but it just seems like a new day, some new shit. Yeah. When I just want some Kool-Aid and smooth grits A blue face, a new bitch Twitter niggas handing out they two cents On matters that's costing us life Who so gives a fuck what you spend I bury my knees in search of more hope yeah. Everything's burning, gotta be close yeah. My eyes are back red, head on the ropes yeah. Say it ain't stressful, wipe as I scroll Don't kiss and tell, but the need of a breather The second guessing coming spells Where the fuck do that leave us? Unless it turns behind the line They so constantly teeters While my mental more stranded weekly Then finding you read it So Jesus need guidance So advising Cause this here restraining It's holding on to desperate efforts of scenery changing Heavy fucked up thoughts been waning I've been swinging, ain't complaining They ask me how I'm doing I reply, she barely hanging Everybody up and running. All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay sitting here with Britt. We are back. Episode 158. I think that's correct. As always, we hope this pod reaches you in good spirits. We want to thank each and every one of y'all for the continuous support. Um, it's very much appreciated. Take time out, like, subscribe, share, comment, all that good shit. Um, we have a special guest today. But I don't know if he's a special guest anymore. You want to know why I say Dang? that? Why? I only say that because, like, you know, like, when you have people over your house, if you have them over enough, like, sooner or later, they're allowed to go into, your, like, your fridge and shit. <laughs> like, and I think, like, we've built okay, a rapport okay. where, like, Qualls, like, you can go grab yourself something out of my fridge. Yes. If you in yeah, the I building. Mean, yeah, he family, well, for sure. I, I, that's love. That's love. <laughs> I definitely, the feeling is definitely mutual. Nah, I appreciate it. Um, no need to ask to go in the fridge, the, the <clears throat> bathroom. You can cook. Right. Shit, if you need to go in the closet to get you a little, yeah, you, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can cook in my house for real. Like you can. <laughs> all right. uh, you all probably right. don't want that, but no, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Um, for those that don't know, um, he's been on the pod before. You may be familiar with the man, the artist, the poet. But we are ecstatic to have him back on. And um, unlike the first time you were here which was more of like mm -hmm. an introductory type of vibe. We get to mm -hmm. do our favorite thing this time, and that's nerd out and deep dive about some new music. Um, yes. So we've been blessed to sit down with this man a week after the release. Well, not a week. It's a couple weeks now. Uh, mm -hmm. After his album, and, um, you know, even more highly favored because we got a copy of the shit in advance. That's one of the perks y'all get when you got a dope-ass podcast. I just want to let y'all know that, that we get shit <laughs> early sometimes. And we, we don't... I, Brett, I don't feel like we talk shit enough. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes... Sometimes you don't got to be humble. humble. We humble over here, Zay. Right. Um, <clears throat> so on behalf of Brett, myself, our audience, give the warmest of welcomes to the homie Qualls. <sighs> All that shit. What's <laughs> <laughs> good, y'all? Was good. Hey. Good. How are you doing? How are you doing? <clears throat> I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed. Um, yeah, I'm in good spirits. I'm blessed. I'm focused. I'm motivated. I'm very much so still inspired about 
uh with just everything going on in my life and everything that's going on in general uh in the world in the community as far as like back home Mm -hmm. it's a whole lot going on it's a whole lot going on both good and bad um which is again both good and bad you know (laughs) right all right yeah thank you for coming back definitely appreciate you taking time to chat with us again Anytime, anytime. You, you, you look, look. Zay gives me a call. Brie gives, Brie gives me a call. It's, it's, it's whenever. You know. Um, I know we were supposed to originally meet like probably like a week ago. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it might be two. Good. It might be two. Weeks. <laughs> it, might be, <laughs> it might be two weeks. I go yeah, you. me, new mom over here. <laughs> and it's all good. It's all good. Cause like whenever y'all give me a call, I'm there. Just give me a time. Give me a date. You need to re if you need to reschedule it. Give me a time. Give me a day. I'll appreciate make it. Work. That so is love. love. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. So um, until yes. we meet again, until we mm-hmm. meet again, uh, it dropped. What was that? A Thursday. Thursday the twelfth, right? Yes. Yes. All yes. right. So I mean, we a couple weeks removed, but like, I would assume mm-hmm. you still fresh off of that like new release energy. Like, how how does that feel? I've never released anything. I've I've been in the lab, but I've never actually put it out to the world and shit like. What's that like? What's that just drop? Type Incredible. Of swag? Incredible, especially when you're coming off like um, a hiatus. I came off like a year and some change, year and a half hi- uh, hiatus. Um, something that definitely was not intentional, something that I probably won't be doing again. Um, but, you know, it feels amazing just dropping it in general. So to be able to do it off of a hiatus and then be able to. Um, going into it knowing that it's my best work and mm. like nobody has heard this nobody knew where i was Except uh, easy podcast, mindset wise right. and as far as the quality and the delivery and the purpose and the message and how hard this production from the incredible production team how hard it was hitting nobody knew you know i just mm. had it in a tuck and oh my gosh going into it and i'm still definitely on that high you know mm-hmm. well yeah. i definitely want to say congratulations because um, definitely tell all the hard work put in that pro- this project is just so crispy crispy <laughs> like it's just amazing from start to finish like I just mm-hmm. been letting it rock like it's just been going on repeat mm-hmm. nonstop. so I am curious to know how long was the process from start to finish with this project very good question um so I released Valley Chronicles in 2020 around august i believe um i want to say august 30th off the top of my head 2020 and the first track that was officially created and actually made the cut was created uh december 10th 2020 so from there on um from there until like um i believe we finished the very last track this year actually um Mm. i was cycling through a lot of different versions of this project um it had a whole different vibe and 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 feel to it um prior to what was actually released and what i was like comfortable with and happy with um because i Mm. initially i didn't even want to do a project after um valley chronicles i just wanted to release singles throughout the calendar year Mm -hmm. um so count up fun fact count up was the first track i started on for the project okay. and didn't know it was gonna turn into a project um oh wow so yeah i, I definitely didn't want to do a project but um as time went on and life started lifing you know things mm-hmm. turned uh took a turn for the better and 
things started to come together and everything started to make sense yeah. uh, as far as like uh, sequencing goes yeah as far as like tracks in general and production and the features go it was incredible the way that everything came together it was so natural so mm-hmm. natural. it was organic yeah. it felt organic right yep extremely extremely organic so mm-hmm. i got a quick question so you said um <laughs> you said you were just going to release singles at what mm-hmm. point or what was the thing that made you go okay it's project time this this is going to be a project was it the actual song count up or was it like like i don't know what made you hit the stride and say okay let's let's work on a project okay it was not count up um it was not count up it was um oh i i i can't i don't think i off the top of my head remember which song but i there was definitely just um you know the 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 result of like losing you know friends mm-hmm. and certain family and um <clears throat> other things that just went on that just started happening and mm-hmm. then it started pouring itself and bleeding into the music that i was creating mm-hmm. and then at that point um just as far as where i was mentally as far as like the whole aspect of growth goes everything started coming together just in my head as far as like you know having the track count up and being so ignorant uh but so aware of that conscious mm-hmm. of that ignorance and then on the flip side still def still very much so grieving um everything started to come together in my head and at, mm. at that point i was like okay i think i see i think i see where we're going with this i'm just gonna i'm just gonna ride it out but you know i i didn't know at the time everything but things mm-hmm. started to make sense mm-hmm. things started to feel right everything felt right so yeah okay definitely get yeah. that yeah you definitely yeah. feel that after listening this. for sure because it's, it's just such an honest album mm-hmm. um it, it did feel like it played out that way mm-hmm. you know um and definitely thank you for just sharing so much of yourself on the album too right um i mean we talked about that a lot before um with how open you are and how honest you are it's, it takes a lot of bravery <laughs> but like <laughs> right. um like i know you already kind of touched on this but just i'm kind of asking in a different way um just like how does it feel just to get all of that off of your chest in a sense like do you feel excited do you feel like oh fuck maybe i shouldn't have said all that like how (laughs) do you cycle through different emotions with it or do you have one consistent feeling of like how you know you feel after this has been released that is a phenomenal question so yes to both yes okay. to both um to, to the to, to what you said last um that was definitely my initial reaction okay. um because yeah. like you know <clears throat> as an artist we use like music as like um a release so like whether or not the tracks are going to come out or not it always feels good to get it off uh, mm-hmm. get it off the chest get it off my get it out of my mind etc cetera, etc cetera. but once it started finally making things starting to start to make the cut you know at that point in time you're like oh shit you know everybody's going, going to hear this <laughs> Right. Like, do do I want to be careful about this, that, and the other? And I think that's what makes this incredibly special because, um, just like you said, with it being so vulnerable and so open, and me being so transparent, um, that brought another another level of um, satisfaction to mm-hmm. me personally, as far as being able to get not only get it off my chest, but get it out there so everybody can hear it, and. Um, it's incredible because I've had so many people reach out and like, you know, definitely uh, tell me how much they relate to certain things mm-hmm. talked about and uh, just the way they were able to just identify with certain things talked about, you know, it, it makes me feel even better. And, mm-hmm. and 
even further just validates you know me making the right decision mm-hmm. towards like putting certain things out and saying certain things rather than reeling back um and and being so closed off you right know? Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, yeah i like that growth and development <laughs> for sure yeah mm-hmm. um yourself, yeah it's almost like uh you know you get it off your chest when you record it and it's like uh personal to you but then it's probably like another boost once you get that feedback from other people like once you when it starts resonating again and i had to have some sort of like a validation confirmation and and you should be proud of yourself like for real yeah this definitely. is a dope ass project and you know y'all can trust this with if y'all send music early but like i was very excited about this like i listened to it and i was like oh this i had to keep quiet for for a minute <laughs> like you know what i mean <laughs> i wanted to pose it be like yo the nigga claws got some shit over there that y'all don't know i man you know um so you touched on the valley chronicles and mentioned mm-hmm. that and i just wanted to know as far as the creative process um I would assume it's different. It it was a different creative process for Valley Chronicles as it is for uh, Until We Meet Again. What do you think the biggest change was? Mm. Do you think you just had to go through some shit in order to (laughs) like, like, what do you think it was? Um, yes and no. And um, I'll I'll further explain it. I feel like, you know, even outside of just like the stuff that was going on personally with me in my life, I feel like there's always I'm I'm obsessed with the idea of growing as an artist and continuing continuing to push the boundaries of like what I can do lyrically, uh, sonically um, and every as far as everything else goes conceptually. Um, So I feel like, you know. The growth between as an artist as Qualls the artist um is definitely one of the highlights um but i guess j- just being more specific uh as far as that goes i think hmm it's a really good question because i i have a lot of different things it, that you, i've sat down and just oh no 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 you're fine i'm just like don't don't think you have to give a de- definite answer like <laughs> it's a tough question it is a tough question mm-hmm. um because again you got the vulnerability where i'm able to really be vulnerable and transparent but also more direct and less vague um on this project rather than compared to anything i've ever done before when that goes to um when that applies to like the love aspects or even the internal growth aspects or even when it comes to some of the like um the very much so like ignorant no pun intended tracks on the project Mm. you know it's very much so direct um so i want to say oh my god and then production as well like I'm, I'm just such a fan of like the production that was on this um and how it it weaved and it grew and it moved and shifted throughout the project you know mm-hmm. that that was something that was very major to me something that i definitely noticed it was very intentional but even after you know we had finished it and put the you know final ribbon on it or whatever um listening back to it it was like um damn we did that um so uh, it's tough that's so tough well i have a question i'm gonna interject then because i got a question you literally (laughs) just like touched on my next question okay which was about the music of Mm -hmm. the the project until we meet again so Mm -hmm. and i noticed a lot of uh, a lot throughout the project a lot of transitions subtle beat changes it feels like the emphasis Mm -hmm. on musicality and arrangement this time around was 
well, was it? I guess I shouldn't make an assumption. Was it being created around the lyrics, or was it the other way around this time, or did it vary? It was created around yes, the lyrics as well as like the concept, of the project. So it opens up very much so vulnerable as far as inhale goes mm-hmm. and also like vulnerable as far as lyrically and then you got on the flip side of that the production is very stripped down so that in itself is very poetic to me um and then you know once you get to the break and the switch in that song and you get towards the 808s and the very heavily produced portion of the project which is like a four five track run of just ignorance um which is poetic as well going back to what the overall concept of growth and like really facing your own problems uh goes you know i I found that very poetic so yes uh the production followed the 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 lyrics and the concept 100 percent well, I think it was a match made in heaven that's even more work there's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely been a lot of growth. Um, we spoke over the phone uh, shortly after you had sent me the album. And I mentioned to you that it feels like the game slowed down a bit for you. And if I had to like, and I'm sorry, Brett, we're going into sports talk a little bit. I like but, sports too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if I liken it, it's like, you know, it's like when the point guard starts to mature. Mm-hmm. right and the game mm-hmm. he starts seeing the game a little bit he starts seeing plays before it happens he becomes that floor general right mm-hmm. and i feel like the passive listener on this project can follow a lot more easily mm-hmm. right and it's like more space more pockets more times because you know like the the hip-hop nerd in me i want you to go crazy like i want to <laughs> have to keep rewinding and be like oh did i catch that did i catch that did i catch that but yeah you you, you kind of want those passive listeners to still have something to hold on to so it's like a real delicate balance to make music palatable for like mm-hmm. the common folk but i don't mm-hmm. feel like you lowered your personal standards at all so that's the dope shit about it but did you find that difficult did you find that difficult to go hey i'm gonna talk about these you know very complex issues i'm gonna be vulnerable this that and the third but like i have to do it in a way that you know the the hip hop nerds gonna love it, and also the person that just wants to bang their head and shit. <laughs> I like that question, Zay. I, that is a beautiful question, and also a beautiful like analogy when you talked about the basketball as well and the point guard and being able to be a f- true floor general and everything slowing down. That I love that everything mm-hmm. slowing down because it, it's definitely what it felt like as far as um, the creation process went uh, when it went from me jotting down a few ideas for a track all the way to the point where it was done you know um the project itself it just had like um so many so many different so many different versions and variations of it you know versus you know what was the published version of it with the 11 tracks so many things that i don't think a year ago two years ago three years ago i wouldn't have been able to truly spot out and, mm-hmm. and truly recognize as far as sequencing goes as far as you know what needs mm-hmm. to be said over certain points and sections of the song and how it contributes towards the overall message you know there's a lot of things that i don't think you know a year ago two years ago three years ago i would have been able to even truly identify 
you know so i feel like a lot of things just slowed down for me as far as that goes as far as the writing goes and being a better uh well-rounded a more well-rounded writer yeah it's just it's a it's a blessing just to be able to look back and see you know as far as mentality wise um and artistry and just as an individual you know how far i've come and um, as you experience more things as far as releases go and writing and, and throwaways, even throwaways, you know, I, I found that important to be able to create something and not like it a day mm. later or maybe a week mm. later and go back, listen to it, maybe fall in love with it again or truly deem it like, you know, that maybe this doesn't have um, maybe this doesn't have a purpose anywhere on a project or as far as a release goes but that doesn't mean it doesn't have a purpose right. as far as your growth in artistry goes and being able to have throwaways is just a blessing um even though you know everything i feel like is made for a reason again so yeah everything definitely just just slowed down i like that i like that a lot i like that a lot because i think um you know there, there's like talent that gets you so far as an artist, but also like, I think we spoke about this before, but just decision-making, how important decision-making in the creative process is. So I've had a few conversations recently about mm -hmm. like timeless music and how yeah. a majority of the music today might slap in the moment, but doesn't really have that lasting power. Mm -hmm. And I think some of that is attributed to our like attention span and how much music is available to consume at any given moment. But mm -hmm. there's a reason why like, reports i don't know if you've seen this report but there was a report that showed that 70 percent of uh streaming music today are old songs and that the mm. new music market as far as uh streaming is shrinking and older music is dominating right yeah so with that being said when we speak of an artist imprint and like musical legacy i'm not sure there's going to be much replay value 20 years from now for a lot of people so when you're creating music, how important is it that your music stands the test of time? It is extremely important um, because that's what I grew up on. I grew up on that timeless music, uh, you know, um, the Marvin Gaye's and uh, mm. the Earth, Wind and Fires. And you got um, Stevie Wonder, <laughs> Jodeci. Like we got all of this. this right, I, was, right. I was surrounded by so much timeless music. And there is no secret as to why, in my opinion, as to why, you know, um, some of this music is timeless. Uh, what we call timeless, you know, it's because it's it's very genuine, it's authentic, it's very vulnerable. And at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to just, you know, relatability is something we can always relate to. Um, so it's extremely important to me that I make music that is real music. It's it's not no fast food. This is this is a three course meal, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's extremely important to me that it's not just some BS freestyle that that I came up with 15 minutes ago. And 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 not to say that can't be a dope song or mm -hmm. a dope cut on the project because it 1000% could be. But for me, I know my process and I know what I have to do in order to put together something that doesn't I, I want to say that doesn't feel rushed and, and, and it's something that you can always come back to and something that might even take multiple listens to fully digest. Um, but that doesn't mean, you know, you still can't have 
your tracks on there that is easily digestible and enjoyable for the passive listener as well. Once again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, balance, balance, mm-hmm. balance. I think it's like uh, it's, it's stressful for the artist because the artist mm-hmm. is not only battling for our attention spans, but they're also fighting with the algorithm. And I think too much of the, the algorithm or, or too much thought of the algorithm is going into the creative process. Like mm-hmm. if you see these, like these record labels want you to make viral shit, like make a viral song, make something that is going to pop on social media. And that's just like almost anti, it's like anti-creativity. Creativity. Like you're trying to force something like, yeah. So yeah. I think that's a big deal. I think that's one of the reasons why we're not seeing that much timeless music. Unfortunately, and just to butt in real, real quick, um, I saw um, the video. It was, um, what artist was it? Was it Halsey? Yep. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I, I unfortunately don't listen to Halsey. I've heard some of her stuff and it sounds dope. I just haven't fully, you know, dived into her whole catalog. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. That yeah. <laughs> what? They're, they, they're, they're holding her fucking album apparently hostage until, until she, has some for she has some fucking <laughs> TikTok bops for a 14 year old to shake their fucking right. hips to. That's the craziest <laughs> shit. Right. That's the cra- and like you say, it goes against everything creative. Like, wh- who, wh- what's really going on here? You know, mm-hmm. we're losing the purpose of this music shit, you know? Yeah, and I'm like, maybe we're talking like old heads, you know, like our parents, like back in the day. But, you know, certain songs or albums are like markers or times in our lives. We associate them with moments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, moments are going, it, they're coming and going way too fast now. And that's probably why the music doesn't even have time to resonate. Yep. Um, you know, it feels like, honestly, with all the accessibility the listeners have, you know, with artists, it hasn't maintain that connection i think there's too much accessibility you know there's no uh, there's no like allure illusion really much anymore with a lot of these artists because they're just in your face too much they do they i don't know i think that was a lot of it back in the day too kind of the mysteriousness of celebrity you know what i'm saying so like social media it can definitely help but some of them are just on it too much it's overexposure and like there's no mystery mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but yeah like those timeless pieces are coming less and less um you know, and I'm pretty sure you agree with that. But like, what element do you think contributes to timeless music? Um, I think I think going and I'm gonna say it again. Going back to what you just said, as far as like um, the overexposure of artists and just people too, you know, artists just being on social media too much, dropping every other other uh, yeah, drop every right, other, right, other right, fucking right. day, all mm-hmm. these albums and singles and videos and features and this that and other. They're always in our face and if they're always in your face, they have, I'm pretty sure, no time to fucking live, breathe, take a moment to truly live and grow as much as one would if he were gone on a hiatus mm-hmm. for however long. It doesn't have to be two years. It doesn't have to be three years. And Kendrick's sake, it doesn't have to be five years. But <laughs> um, right. take time away to, to, to live, even if there's nothing going on. You know, I, I think that that definitely contributes towards that because you come back with a new perspective. Um, you come back with a new perspective and that's beautiful because that's what life is, you know, perspective and this music shit as well. And to be able to, to come back with a fresh view, uh, opinion, feelings, emotions, all of this over mm-hmm. over a new record, there's nothing better. So if, if XYZ artists dropped 
today and he comes back and drops September, how much growth, how, how much, how much more money and fucking more bitches can you tell me about in, in the span of like four or five months, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to connect with that <laughs> for gonna... more than the, uh, like, you know, a season. Exactly. first time we talked to you we said your delivery sounded like it was your conscience speaking where the listener is like a fly on the wall in your brain Mm -hmm. um so you opened this album and you were touching on it before and i was hoping you wouldn't get too deep because that's actually what we're going into next you you opened this album with like what we're familiar with you know in the song inhale you know the Mm -hmm. introspective artist that's quals but then it's followed up with tracks like ghost and ignorant um which are slaps like you talk your shit on them like i love that shit um (laughs) but i think that you know that again choices that that juxtaposition is pretty powerful because the first half of inhale is this internal dialogue and then the tracks that follow are all the components that like we use to present to the world as if nothing is wrong you know what i'm saying like the posturing the overcompensation the overindulgence uh especially with, with men you know those external things that fill those voids mm-hmm. and um it's the internal acknowledgement of something ain't right i might even need therapy but the mm-hmm. external hey i'm just fine just like everybody else because sex money drugs bitches all that shit and i, I hope that made sense <laughs> no 100 100 it made total sense and it was definitely intentional again because um what you spoke on the the realization that you know something's not right but being able to not being able to but instead of facing it turning away so you got at the end of inhale um if you remember there's there's actually a poem throughout the the project at 
in four points four different songs on the project and all of that was intentional where it is is intentional what was being said was intentional and at the end of inhale you have um what's easier than lying to lying to myself lying to everybody else or what's easier to lying to everybody else lying to myself um so you have that and then you go on mm-hmm. to you know indulging in these these <laughs> vices for some people um you know as far as women uh money and and just being a uh, being very much so blinded by that and living in that um to to buy time as much as you can to really just not face and not have to confront what's really going on and trying to um you know make that a reality when in reality you know you eventually run into a wall and you have to sooner rather than later um address whatever it is uh personally that's going on i like that you said buying time mm-hmm. like that's powerful because i feel like with all the the things that we inevitably do to avoid uh confronting whatever it is we're going through we're just buying time and it's only mountain in the background like and it's only going to be bigger when you actually do have to face it mm-hmm. and um you know, and a lot of the things is, for lack of a better term, it's like the definition of a real nigga. Like, I think that definition has to change. I think the definition <laughs> right, of a definitely. real nigga, like, it is just, I just don't know where that concept came from or what we have attached that concept to. I think we're getting into that later on. I forgot what I even wrote down, but I just mm. thought it was powerful that you said buying time because mm. we kind of live, I think of like a Buddhist saying, like, man lives as if he's going to live forever. <laughs> like you know what i mean so we just keep putting it off putting it off putting it off as if we're like mm-hmm. eternal and um you know by the time you get to a certain age or whatever you realize how much time you've wasted wasted mm-hmm. you know what i mean by not dealing with this shit that's all i wanted to say mm-hmm. i thought that was dope yeah definitely well with the first track being inhale and the last 500 to exhale you know, for me, as the album progresses, it gets more peaceful. Uh, the track scene featuring 24 seems like the halfway point. Like, yes. are we reading? Okay, I was like, are we reading mm-hmm. too deep into this? No, no, it's or was point. there an effort to tell the story from the beginning to end? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yes, uh, I guess I'll say it like, and a lot of that has to do um, the flow of it. And I feel like the poem was glue or tape for me. Um, for each section so you got the whole run of of running essentially or buying time for mm-hmm. from the end of inhale all the way down the scene and then you get the poem at the end of scene and then there's a switch and and, and a switch of facing and and truly opening up facing what's going on and also being vulnerable and opening up and finally talking about it through scene <laughs> finally seeing that and being able to like <laughs> yeah put that stuff into words and then you get to and then you get perez to fully drop that home and then at the end of l's interlude um you get these days and exhale to fully put the ribbon on things and mm-hmm. to fully fully say what needs to be said and address it and understand that those things need to be addressed and talked about instead of um i don't know man just running essentially running away from that (laughs) wonderful answer yeah right it seems like you know you go through the album and when you get to the end like she said it starts to get more peaceful but it almost seems like the person is starting to live like really start to 
it's like you, you're starting to see the trees again. Mm-hmm. Like the little things you didn't notice. So I thought that was dope, you know, and I'm happy that I kind of figured it out. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. happy I kind of dissected it. You know what I mean? You feel me? <laughs> And it, got him. <laughs> yeah, and like no pun intended, like the, the again back towards like the not only the sequencing but the actual titles of the songs very mm-hmm. intentional to okay. start with inhale to end with exhale right. to right. fully be able to breathe and release at the end of everything you know yeah no it's dope so mm-hmm. um mental health has been at like the forefront of conversations for some time now yep. um and with certain acts it feel like it's trickling into the music. Mm-hmm. And I know it can be therapeutic for some artists, and I know you've said this before. Um, it is therapeutic for you, right? When like we get into the creative space, it is very therapeutic for you. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know Kendrick dropped his latest project. <laughs> <laughs> it's no secret at this point, and I think it forced the conversation on what we deem as culture. And this kind of ties back to what I brought up before, like that definition of a real of nigga. A real nigga. Yeah. yeah um, you know, and the behavior that we attribute to it, even if it's to our own detriment. And I feel like it's very important that we start having these conversations because music is so powerful and its influence. So then you attach celebrity to it. It's even more powerful. So what kind of impact do you hope your music will have on the quote unquote culture? We're going to say culture a lot for the next <laughs> couple things. Whenever we say culture, it's going to be quote. Like, okay. what type of impact do you hope to have on the culture? Shit, man, a, a positive one, a positive one for sure, because I am very much so, I, I like to remain humble um, and somewhat um, blind to what's going on, but I really know what's going on as far as being an artist and growing and having an increasing fan base and, and all of these eyes on you, and with those eyes come a lot of influence and impact on certain individuals as time goes on. Um, so being able to hear certain people both my age, older and younger, um, reach out and and truly buying into like my journey and the music and what's really being talked about. Um, only, um, only just reinforces my purpose as far as what I see my purpose being, as far as being more so of a leader. And I'm not trying to be anybody's savior or. <laughs> fucking you know but i definitely want to put a positive mark on this thing we call hip-hop and music in general and to having real conversations as far as like what goes on in my life because um you know we all go through shit um you know it might be different shit but at the end of the day you know we all we all got things and battles and um you know we all make mistakes and everything is a process of learning and gaining new perspective and um being open to being wrong um and and grieving certain things um so i hope to have a positive impact a a positive one for sure um whether it be through um a song like ignorant um no matter how ignorant because that that is vital towards the growth just as vital as a scene just as vital as a inhale you know right there's there's different pieces um that add to the puzzle so definitely i want to be a positive light and impact Summer 
sun, we unwind through the trees. Heavy on the mind, give it time, you and me. Need you on the side, you the high in the breeze. I won't even lie, hate the vibes when you leave. We on run through the trees, heavy on the mind, give it time, you and me. Need you on my side, you my high in the breeze. I won't even lie, hate the vibes when you leave. Depression, don't even know it. Accepting lesser through the clever paralyzed that niggas use when hoeing. It's on their mind. Rather than wifey dime, they say it isn't a sign so fine. And you don't even notice. Been through a lot, you don't gotta show it. Can feel the motion, cause I too am stranded in this ocean. Shit, empty those hands and I'll do the rowing and heavy lifting. Whatever put you up in better spirits. Uh, my butterfly, think you need to hear this. Thought I knew what loving was, but girl, I'm standing near it. Listen, my mind, you clear it on cloudiest days. Your smile, the raise your gaze, the way. In which you lay on sheets that's freshly made Your scent, I crave and fear it Cause I don't want another love song Saying how I love wrong Cause I ain't had this loving so long Need every moment prolonged I don't even wanna go home I don't even wanna go home We on one through the trees Give it time, you and me You the high in the breeze Goodbyes when you leave We on one through the trees Every time you win me Please. Well, I was going to ask, but you already pretty much answered it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to ask, you know, like, what do you hope you contribute to the culture? I also wanted to ask, you know, do you feel responsible to contribute to the culture? But I think you answered mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, that you do, of course. Um, but mm-hmm. I did want to also say that I think it's really interesting and cool. Like, so you dropped a day before Kendrick. But you guys literally are like <laughs> have the same type of album. You know what I mean? As far as like the storytelling um, and how everything ties together. I thought that because if it would have went any other way, I think people would have been like, uh, you know, maybe he may. I, I love that yours came out before. So people can't even try to say that. No. But I just think it's so cool that you guys are pretty much aligned the same. What happened? What? Oh, my God. That was a trip. <laughs> Finding out. OK, first and foremost, like, yeah, like it, it, we have to as artists, um, like, of course, submit the music well before it's time to drop mm-hmm. and it was submitted well before the announcement and he comes out and announces this shit on the 13th and i'm like god damn. <laughs> <laughs> of all the days of right. all, out of five fucking right. years a right. thousand and however many days he picks 24 hours after the right. day i choose to come back and then listening to the project as far as it being his most vulnerable body of work and him addressing his mental issues and everything right 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 during um mental health awareness it's a trip it's a fucking trip everything it, kind of like linked up everything kind of like yeah yeah and yeah i i realized another it, affirmation I, that you know you're <laughs> on the right path i think it's and, cool that as well verbatim i was talking to mixed by cole shout out mix my cole man Word, cole shout man out. is a fucking beast ah man that's the brother but we were having a conversation and we were talking about that but not only that after we listened to uh mr morale um i think it's count me out um he mm-hmm. literally has right. if you listen to ghosts it's like uh fuck it up fuck it up fuck it yes. up wait, yeah. all yeah. Wait, wait, wait. bro it has the like, kicks i was, I was like, like what the up? hell hold up <laughs> That's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for everybody listening, definitely check right. out Ghost. It's definitely one of the highlights of my project. I think it's one of my favorite junts. Yeah. Shout out Mike Flossy fucking snap. But there's a portion of the song that's literally like, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck yeah. it up. 
all of my niggas got knees. knees and it's like the kicks mm. hit. It's like yes. boom, boom, boom. And then go listen to Kendrick's new shit. It's count me out. He's like, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. I was like, oh my God. Right. What the hell? <laughs> what the it's that nuts, universal yo. consciousness, yo. T- Seriously, if it's, yeah, I'm we're telling all you, connected. We Shit's are connected. <laughs> mm. Y'all on the same plane, chat. We are the same wavelength, <laughs> for yeah. real. But that's um, awesome. That's all what right, Coleman so, said. He was like, "Yeah, you at least at least we on the right track." That tells us we on right the right track. Right, <laughs> right, right. If that ain't if that ain't telling you something. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get back. Let's get back. All right, so. You had a bar in the song, too, that said, I don't want another love song saying that I loved wrong. Mm-hmm. And I love that because our love songs really are like toxic struggle ballads mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> or flat out fuck niggas, bitches and dance. <laughs> Just fuck them and dance. Uh, but with messages like that I think you are combating some of the things we just accept for whatever reason like I think as human beings our tendency is to focus on the negative Um, so from your perspective how do we make positivity slap as hard as the nigga shit (laughs) we love (laughs) nigga shit yes we we do like we 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 need to change because we can still we can still we can still bop but you know we don't gotta say that type of stuff we can uplift our people (laughs) um i think i I think songs like all right is is definitely a great example as to what needs to 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 go into go into that as far as uh making positive i like that making positivity slap (laughs) um yeah just just it's just gonna have to take you know it's it's gonna take you know just certain artists and us as a community as a whole taking the initiative to being open towards like speaking towards the positive things rather than dwelling on all of the negatives um because that's that's really easy to talk about because again we go through so many things um everybody but like uh, again as us as a community you know black community we go us specifically we definitely go through you know our fair share of battles on a day-to-day hour-to-hour minute-to-minute uh just being black in america or again everybody as a whole living in this country you know with so much shit going on so um yeah i i think just taking the time away to to focus on the positive um Mm. we still here we still breathing you know um got a roof got a roof over my head i got food in the refrigerator so just being able to take a step back and appreciating what we have um that's that that's what it's gonna take you know good answer good answer (laughs) um you know one of the themes that is weaved throughout your album is coping Mm -hmm. coping and i think you know as a community where we went wrong is somewhere along the line or along the way coping became cool And once it became cool, it became permanent. It was here to stay. Like, when I think the idea is you should only really be coping for so long. Yep. Like, that should be a temporary space. Mm-hmm. But now I can cope forever. And I got a soundtrack for it. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, for real. For real. For real. Real shit, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, I get a cosign over some tight beats and some dope lyrics that mm-hmm. say everything is okay. So, like. Whether you're coping with a uh, uh, certain behavior, coping with drugs, coping with women, coping with, you know, just whatever. Name it. Name the stuff that if you do too much of it, it's, it's detrimental. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny how everything linked up for you with this. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you think, you know, positive reinforcing music is a big enough tool to combat the negative things that we accept. 
in the quote unquote culture or what's cool? Like, how do we, how do we make it cool? And then you don't have to answer this. I'm kind of just, just like mm-hmm. speaking. Uh, I'm about to say, I got to answer shit. I mean, <laughs> it's like whatever's popular becomes cool. If that's what's popular, that's what becomes cool. If it's in your face and that's what the majority are saying mm. that they like, it becomes cool. But then don't you need, don't you need like the exact like programming? I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like, don't you need the exact like shit? <laughs> and, you know, ass is shaking and drugs. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, we sip lean, all that shit. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's been mm. programmed that we idealize that from it's been years now like i've yeah. been talking about how <laughs> i'm sorry like you know i get i get upset sometimes about when people talk about the kids these days and like type music they're making and shit and i'm like well what was their example because <laughs> i'm sorry the early 2000s was a fucking mess yeah. it was a fucking mess chingy laffy taffy <laughs> like I, what the fuck was ja rule talking about i mean th- what like there wasn't that many great examples right. you know what i'm saying like there wasn't mm-hmm. that much timeless music did not come out of the early 2000s i don't care what you say because we were naming shit 90s and up like you know what i'm saying right, so right, right. i think that we all need to have some self-reflection as well like yeah. what you contributed um because I've older generation you calm down sometimes they really do but um i real quick i wanted to interject when we were talking about stopping to appreciate when things are going good in your life mm-hmm. um I was thinking about some things and, um, you know, after exhale and just focusing in on inhale and exhale and how I just think that's just genius to incorporate that concept into the album. But um, this is something that I've been talking with Zay a lot a few times on the podcast as well, just knowing how to be in a place of peace Mm. when you've been, like you said, coping for so long, you know what I mean? And just constantly just in it, Mm. Um, you know, when you're able to take a step out. But I don't know if you guys have seen this before where they say like pain is the best conduit for art. You know, and like without (laughs) art, I mean, like without pain, there wouldn't be art. You know what I mean? How I've Mm. seen that before. Um, And I think that I think people say that because, of course, when we're going through something difficult or traumatic or terrible, you know, we become more introspective um, because there is a barrier between yourself and happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we become if we learn to become more introspective when things are going well, Mm -hmm. I think that more creativity can be born in this space because you are able to see the beauty as well in the positive things happening in your life. Um, So, like, you know, learning to excel is very deep um, because, you know, you're able to be like, oh shit, I can actually relax, let it all go, you know, Mm. just releasing to make more space for Mm. good things to come in, you know, because we're constantly holding on to things, we're constantly inhaling, trying to survive, taking in air, but we don't fully release. The release is just as important as the intake. Um, So I just wanted to slip that in. No, no, that's good. That's beautiful. Mm. And the release comes in the spurts of the the coping but it's never like fully released mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. what i mean and even in those bad ways that we cope with certain things you're taking in more air mm-hmm. yeah and then just to like you know like focusing on just get i mean whatever your higher power is you know how much how many times do we speak to our higher power when things are going great exactly. you know what i'm yeah, saying we don't mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean right. so that's that's something too we all need to change right no no that's good um there was a i think it was tank the singer tank he was on drink champs recently Mm. and he was talking about how um he can't sing a song like if he sang a song that sam smith sung about love it wouldn't get the push 
it wouldn't get the marketing because they don't make money off of our love. And when I mean our love, I mean the culture. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the uphill battle in which mm-hmm. how do we change the narrative? How do we make shit slap? Because yeah. at the end of it, a lot of us, a lot of the artists aren't in control of what actually gets yeah. released, mm-hmm. you know? So I wonder if it's more on the consumer. I wonder if yeah, as, yeah, as the mm-hmm. consumer, like, like their, their hands have to get forced. Yeah. yeah. To make more of a demand for that genuine mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that at all? As far as like uh, being bound, uh, being bound to the type of content that you think you should make. Um, honestly speaking, yes and no. Yes, I mean, well, no, from like the hard-headed perspective of like I'm gonna make what I want to make, <laughs> right, but right. At, the, at the same time, you know, consciously speaking and realistically speaking, you know, there are certain ways to maneuver you know, and, and go about the creation process and of these tracks that will be released or are set to be released. Um, and it goes in to what we spoke about earlier, because I love that word, balance. It's really just a, a, about balancing and layering um, certain things as far as <clears throat> the content goes. Um, because, you know, again, <laughs> you you know it's gonna pop you know you hop on a track talk about some ignorant shit fuck nigga <laughs> free you know fuck these, mm-hmm. niggas, fuck these you know you know that's gonna go but you know to hop over a track and be like to pull your heart open and out over a track and be very vulnerable and true uh with the good that's going on you know is just not as appealing to the masses so i, I think it's, again there's a balance but yes and no i do kind of feel sort of you know uh, obligated to 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 do certain things certain ways but you know that also goes back to i guess just the talent of the the artist and the artistry that goes into it being able to maneuver around that you know right and truly uh get good footing as far as like your sound and what you're creating and uh, being able to um to probably pr- proper not properly do both as far as creation goes Mm. yeah all right um one last question yes we got one last question reel them off reel them off all right what's your favorite record on your album (laughs) that is hard that is Uh the hardest question somebody asked me yesterday keep in mind whatever you say is going to get played on the outro of this shit <laughs> that's that is so. All right, well, can he pick two from one from one from each end? <laughs> right, right, right. I like that. I like All right, that. that's fine. That's fine. One from each end. Okay, that's so difficult because it changes every single day. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I feel, yeah, Mine I feel just like, changed before we started. Oh, yeah. I, damn it! I thought I had a favorite. Now it's this one. <laughs> All right, I'm feeling, I'm feeling ghost on on the sorry, yes. on the first little portion of it. Uh, um, right. The whole ignorance and run of running. Um and on the more vulnerable side, let's go with right now these days. Taylor Lee, shout out, yeah, shout out these Taylor Lee. Listening to these days, mm, yes, Taylor Lee it. and Taji Taji on the hook, and then Taylor Lee on the intro. You are both super incredible. Suavo on the outro with the uh, saxophone, and oh my Reese God, yes. with the rest of the production brought everything together. Oh my God! So yeah, yeah, that track go. is amazing. Thank you. Let's go, Ghost. Shout out Cam as well with, for the production on Ghost. Again, Mike Floss killed his verse. Um, Ghost in these days. That's what I'm feeling. Ghost in these days. Beautiful yeah. choices. Yo, shout out the Otto's mm-hmm. people. Every yes. last one of them. Yo, mm-hmm. 
these days the music behind these days is crazy i love Very i love that song love I that, that last song. switch up on ryan montgomery too though. yeah that last switch up that the last, last switch one up. See, like, and that, oh, God. See, I could talk to you forever because I, I be know. Wanting, like, we can get to that. I know about it. Yeah, I just be wanting, like, I was excited when I first heard the album because I was just like, oh, he's talking shit? <laughs> oh, he's talking shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was the nigga shit in me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> right? But then, you know, halfway through the album, you start switching. I'm like, okay, I see where it's going. But no, I love when you talk shit. You talk- yeah, Perez and two are my immediate right. favorites, though. Aww. Those are my immediate favorites. Thank yeah, you. But- Those hold a very, very, very special place in my heart. Um, yeah. So yeah, Perez. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for for Qualls? <laughs> what's next? Um, ooh, you got any exclusives for us? Spot. Um. What's, what's the next song? is okay. We'll, we'll start you don't with have this. to. You don't have to. Yeah. No, nothing. You nothing. You don't to. need to say. I'm just saying. Say. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I'll start with this. Um. I think I'm extremely excited to bring this to life visually. Um, we've already started. Um, okay. As of today, um, I should be hearing back from my videographer, and we should be reeling out the first video within the next week. So okay. nice, nice, ready. Yeah, we finna get some in the tuck. I want to do at least half this project visually. Um, nice. Hopefully, hopefully, at least four to five, but hopefully half of it. Um, there's that as far as like just bringing it to to life in that realm and then also live all these live shows that have coming up um there is a very 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 special fest that i'm like on the board for in alabama uh called the hidden gems festival um i'm really helping with that and i perform there as well so just being able to do all these live shows and bring everything to life in a new realm Mm -hmm. with a live band and vocalists as well will be extremely exciting that's what's next and as far as (laughs) as far as more music goes um definitely stay tuned um I ain't stepped out. I ain't stepped out the booth. So best right. of the got All right. We, we got we, there's a lot more. Just a lot more on the way. <laughs> Work. Oh yeah. man, this is awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. y'all. Thank it's you. always a pleasure talking. Um oh my God. You know what we didn't talk about and we don't gotta talk about it. What's that? My Sixers, man. No, I, I was gonna I let i was trying to let you go like i didn't want to bring know, up we was having a good conversation i didn't want to bring it up <laughs> i didn't want to bring it up you got fat hard and fat hard and ruining your team oh y'all. my god man yeah, such Look, high hopes too i we did it started off so well because he came in the first like three games <laughs> bro was dropping like 25 and then I think he hit 31 of the games and it was a triple double for the first three games and it just went downhill fast like goddamn. <laughs> very like, fast I'm, I'm getting my, my phone is blowing the hell up when we got put out the damn playoffs I'm getting bing bing I didn't, I didn't even hit you I didn't even hit you and I appreciate it because I have every single one of the group every time I get placed in the group chat no matter what it's for I always mute it but I'm getting notifications at quals bing 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 Instagram I Why message Twitter you like niggas is adding me they on my they on ass oh my goodness because we got that truck when we got hard in bro the day of it the, the narrative was steve nash we're, we're not gonna trade hard and we're not looking to and then Harden gets moved to philly and it's like this release off of our shoulders like shit we have a chance and right? then shit goes so left and it's crazy because tobias harris was playing his ass off and james harden no 
oh my god no lift no fucking iq throwing himself into the paint and flailing you know what's happening now listen right. let, let me just break it down for you yo i had a conversation about this and this is going to get taken off the pot we're going to record it though keep it recorded okay. yeah, but like yo these cat yeah yeah your kds your hardens your uh even like Kyrie's, they're getting to that age. They're like 30, 32 <laughs> years old. Yep, and that's, yep, when that's when you, it starts. That's when like <laughs> you coming out of your prime. And I think we've been spoiled with like a LeBron James who is just a freak of nature. Yeah, right, right, right. And Chris Paul. Yeah, you get spoiled mm-hmm. with them cats and we're, we're holding them to that standard. But if you look back, when Kobe was 33, he was on the decline. He was on the decline. And no one talks shit about Kobe. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think we need to give a little grace to to the Hardens and stuff. There's new kid, there's new people. Tatum coming up, he on the rise. It's going to be a Tatum Giannis mm-hmm. type John of league, John Morant league, in a little bit. Like these cats That's are at facts. the end of their shit, so let them mm-hmm. age with grace. You know, we let Kobe age with grace. We saw Kobe not even make the playoffs the last like three, four years of his career. Harden just got that face you want to punch though. So we can't <laughs> just do. let him just he go do. that easily. He do. Nah, fuck that. Any in Philly, like, you know how we act over here. Oh, yeah, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we ignorant. Right, right. Yo, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank yes, you. I can't say it enough. We finally got it done. We, we got did. him back. Um, yes. You didn't even close out the pod. I'm so about you got to. It. We well, I'm trying to right now. Record. You got to close it out. <laughs> I'm trying you gotta, to right he now. Has to say his ads and everything. Oh um, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to really thank you. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Uh, anytime our artists trust us with yes. dissecting their yes. album and and you know it means a lot to me because I really do love this music shit. I really do. I really do love seeing people's perspectives and how they put it together mm-hmm. musically. So. Thank you very much. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody out there, go stream that. Uh, until we meet again, the homie Qualls, you're not going to be disappointed. Sit with it. Not Try to all, work no. with it. All that. Because all this that. is a great project. <laughs> great project. We appreciate y'all. Enjoy the rest of y'all day. Where um, can they find you? What's your ad? Yeah, all that. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, at Qualls. That's Q-U-A-L-L-S-S-S. Um on apple music title spotify all of that is quals q u a l l s yes all right thank you yes 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 y'all have a great one thank you again much love from the 10 all the way to philly appreciate y'all enjoy your motherfucking day we out of here Bye. Out this big, I'm ghost. I've been off stacking what's happening. I never let them get close. Nigga, I'm ghost. Give me that fitty. I'm ready to fuck it up. Pour it on flow. Nigga, I'm ghost. Ain't you that nigga that they calling him and resemble the ghost? Nigga, I'm both. Never had niggas since booties and frozen cup lids on the poach. That's for the folks that's been on 10 before. Little Jed never had dreams he would blow. Look at the scope. Foot is on next. I got next at they chest and I'm never gonna slow. Nigga, I'm ghost. I've been off stacking what's happening. I never let niggas get close. Nigga, I'm ghost. Nigga, I'm ghost. Nigga, I'm back and I'm so much better. Just make sure that you cap. I'm on different schedule. You can tell by the depth. It's a different bezel. I run running these laps. Think it's different levels. From the build to the chat. Like my nigga, hello. I can slip through the cracks. I could never settle for a double. Not better. Check on the pedal. On my mama, his raps gonna grab a rello. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Wait. All of my niggas got needs. I'm up in degrees. I'm up in the fee. It's worthy to deem. I'm in a new league. Keep it a B. I need to start around keys. Passenger seat. Bella bitch, Ellis, Lepree.
way Nigga, I'm ghost I've been off stacking what's happening I never let niggas get close Nigga, I'm ghost Give me that Betty I'm ready to fuck it up Pour it on flow Nigga, I'm glow Shit You see? That's what we came to do Nigga, I'm close Murder, she wrote you ain't got say I'm the one, bitch I'm the one You should take peek in the trunk, cook your little beat till it's done Well shit, shit been speaking about nothing Put some respect on the name, bitch I know some niggas with name, bitch Don't give a fuck about change, bitch Only next million your change, bitch I don't think you get the language At this point I really don't care if you get it A young black American arrogant nigga Ain't never had nothing, I'm burying feelings Ran off on them, dash with a torch Five rings like Olympics, world in my hands And the judge want vengeance, man Cause I'm living like him Both of us making bands off a sentence Ooh, I gotta go Call me the reaper I don't think she grown Ooh, that's what you want Black hoodie on and I'm taking her soul I got no problem with taking a moment To bask in the globe But relax and let go I'm right back on that mission Luxurious living I feel like a rose Nigga, I'm ghost I've been on stack of what's happening I never let niggas get close Nigga, I'm ghost Give me that bed and I'm ready to fuck it up Pour it on flow